Hello, all you beautiful beacons of love out there, and welcome back to Stew on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This one's called Make It Right or See It Rightly. Uh, there are so many things in the world that are off kilter right now, so many things that for me are really hard to be okay with and virtually impossible to understand. I often get caught up in how can I make this right? Which unfortunately always leads to frustration and overwhelm and anger and hopelessness and despair. And at the same time, I know that if I'm to have any positive impact on things in the future, those states of consciousness don't serve me at all. So instead of always trying to make things right, I'm working on seeing things more rightly. And when I say rightly, I don't mean that as opposed to wrongly. I mean that as more skillfully. I want to make more skillful use of my consciousness, especially with my imagination. We all have an imagination. We're always using our imagination, but how are we using it? Too often lately I've been using it to create nightmare scenarios for the future instead of using it to see things as I'd prefer them to be. Folks, I'm not suggesting we put our heads in the sand and just ignore everything. But hopefully you agree there's always more than one way to look at things. And you and I might be more used to creating worst-case scenarios in our minds, but I know in my case, I can't even count the number of times I've been wrong about something I've judged as either good or bad, something I've worried about happening in the future. So many times I've been wrong about that, and I'm not alone. Because one of my favorite quotes is from Mark Twain, who said, I've lived through some terrible things in my life, some of which actually happened. As a story of a high school basketball player who in his second year of basketball was so good that he was being recruited already by some of the major universities in the United States. And he had a terrible accident on a power pole and lost the use of his legs and spent the rest of his life in a wheelchair. Now, you and I would look at that and say, yeah, that's awful, that's a tragedy, what, what beautiful possibilities were taken away. And he indeed could have focused on what he had lost or what was taken away from him, but instead he chose to see possibilities for still having those kind of things in his life. And as it turned out, he got even more, apparently, because he became one of the most famous wheelchair athletes in the world. In fact, he was the first wheelchair athlete to beat the runners in a marathon. And he became a motivational speaker, and he inspired people all over the world. And later in his life, he was interviewed and asked that if he knew what, if he knew then what he knew now, in other words, if he knew that that was going to happen, would he still climb that power pole? And without hesitation, he said, "Yes, I would. I know my life. I love my life. I know I love who I am. I wouldn't change a thing." Folks, I share that with you just to remind us that we never really know what things mean. We never really know what the future holds. But I do know that when I practice seeing things more rightly, seeing things with the eyes of my heart, seeing more of what I want in the world, seeing of what is good and acceptable and perfect in the world already, then I can hold a vision of the world being that instead of judging it by appearances. When I do this, when I've done this, I believe that I'm helping to create that kind of world in the future. And I know 
that I live more in that kind of world right now. Years ago, I was at a friend's birth. My job was to fill the tub because it was going to be a water birth. Anyway, Angel, the baby, uh, came out in the sack and was apparently not breathing. And while we were attending to her and calling 911, I adjusted Angel's neck with absolute certainty that she would start wailing and screaming. And and nothing happened, and Angel didn't make it. That was a bit of a low point in my career, and I lost faith in myself, and I lost faith in chiropractic. And instead of that, after a bit of time, I chose to continue to see possibilities. And that that event turned out to be one of the biggest things in my career because I started taking care of a lot more babies, a lot more kids. My practice took on a whole different meaning. I think has contributed a lot in many ways to who I am today. Folks, I know the problems out there are real and serious. And I know that it's time for more of us to stand up and speak out and take action. Again, this is not Pollyanna. This is not la-di-da. This is about keeping at least one toe in the vision of a world that we choose to live in. And keeping ourselves centered and hopeful and effective and wise and open to creative opportunities. When I see things rightly in this way, when I see the things in the world that I choose to be in the world, my whole consciousness is engaged in solutions rather than problems. And then when I choose to speak my truth or take action, I do it from that place within me. And I believe that also inspires others to find that same place within them. Lots of wise folks have said something like, if we can perceive it and believe it, we can achieve it. When I see things more rightly, I'm not just trying to convince myself or brainwash myself of something that isn't true. For me, the truth is love and compassion, connection, cooperation, joy, balance, harmony, ease, peace, and a world that could work for everyone. And when I get too caught up in making things right, I lose touch with all those beautiful truths. In the book Don Quixote, Cervantes writes, too much sanity may be madness. And the maddest of all, to see life as it is and not as it should be. Well, you know I'm not crazy about the word should, so let's change that to too much sanity may be madness and the maddest of all to see life as it is and not as it could be. Folks, appearances change. Facts change. My gosh, more facts have changed in the last 15 months than in any other period of my life. These things change. Truth and love are eternal. Let's not let the facts or the appearances get in the way of our truth. Perhaps in our quiet time, we can continue to see things a little more or spend a little more time seeing things as they could be. And for me, that means a world where we still talk to each other, 
and love each other, even if we disagree. A world where we hug each other. A world in which I feel I belong and can share what I believe with love and be heard. A world where I can continue to work myself and be a bridge for love and love the person in front of me no matter what. This is the kind of world I think a lot of us would like to live in. Let's hold the vision of it. Let's do on that. I'll see you next week.